to Goonies World. I am Johnny Pharaoh, sometimes known as Sean. And with me, as always, is Meanie, sometimes known as Ryan. Bonjour. And, of course, also we have Goonie, sometimes called Colin. Hello, Gabner. And as uh, you can tell, perhaps, we are back with our... Uh, Rhesus flavored Pendragon adventure. We were going to play Pendragon. We decided it was a little too much game for us. So we wanted to play Rhesus. So we're playing Rhesus in Arthurian Britain. And in our last adventure, King Arthur made uh, you two, Lancelot and Mador, swear. I think you're calling him Mador, right? It's not like Mador. But uh, anyway. Mador. Mador. It's more French sound, by the way. Yes, Mador de la Porte. King Arthur made you guys swear an oath of friendship and quest to destroy the Avonk, a terrible monster that had eaten many villagers in Uffington. And on the way, you defeated the Black Velvet Knight and mercilessly slaughtered uh, his followers, his minions. You also met the painfully naive Maiden of the Woods, and when you learned that a virgin song could lull the Avonk to sleep, you convinced the Maiden to sing to it. Uh, but she apparently was not a virgin because there were disastrous and, in her case, fatal results. And so the people of Uffington have suggested that uh, the only person they could think of who would know a, a, a virgin in this day and age, who knew where to find one in these times, would be Merlin, the famous Merlin, who King Arthur told you he hadn't seen in six months. He comes and goes as he pleases, but his cave happens to be just on the other side of the big white horse hill where Uffington was. Now it's still the dead of night. You still just had this experience with the Avonk where it has eaten the maiden of the woods and uh, gone back into the lake. And I believe when we stopped you guys were uh, going to go look for Merlin who apparently his caves are right on the other side of the the white horse hill. Do you want to do that tonight or do you want to wait for morning? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't see why we need to rush off there tonight. Unless we're... Well, we kind of are in a hurry, I guess, if there's people being menaced and eaten and all that. We might want to hurry. But uh, it, it could be that um, the Avonk is... Uh, how you... Um, uh, sated uh, for now. It's not hungry no more. You know, I'm, you know what I'm saying. That's true. Um, but uh, I don't know if, how, how tired you are. But uh, don't uh, it don't matter to me. We can uh, try to get some uh, rest first, or we can uh, try to find Merlin now. What uh, approximately time is it? Like time well, uh, the moon's very high in the sky, and you feel it's it's at least got to be approaching midnight by this time. Because you guys hung out in the tavern while Lancelot got his drunk on for quite a while before you ever went out to 
look for the Avonk. I think we can wait till morning. Hmm. Well, if you guys want to stay there, John Tanner is happy to put you up in his hayloft. It's not luxurious, but uh, after a good night's sleep here in this village where everyone is named John, John Tanner seemed to be the most level-headed one. And he puts you up in his hayloft for the night, but early the next morning, you may continue your quest. Of course, your horses have been taken care of in the night. The Black Velvet Knight's horse, like, ran off, terrified, after the Maiden of the Woods was eaten off of his back. But you still got your original mounts. And supposedly, like I say, Merlin's Cave's right on the other side of Whitehorse Hill. And climbing up and over it is no great feat. It's not a huge mountain. It's a broad sloping hill, but it can be seen for miles and miles around. Uh, and lo and behold, on the other side, and there's a little bit of a brook coming down out of a natural spring, and it bubbles down past a cave mouth. It's no great secret that it's there because there's actually smoke coming out of it. Uh, just kind of rolling down the hillside following the creek down to a little lake on the other side of the great hill you're somewhat north of Uffington about this time and how would you guys like to you think that must be Merlin's cave nothing says Merlin's cave like this thing and um, mm-hmm. how would you like to approach it do you want to go in and look for him or do you want to holler at him from outside Whatever, however you'd like to do it but you know what I was going to ask you and I almost forgot in Rises, your character is defined by cliches, which you kind of come up with yourself. You know, you don't really have traditional stats, like strength, dexterity, that kind of thing. And these guys came up with their own cliches, and this is what they roll against, you know, a certain number of dice when they do things. So, Lancelot, can you remind us of what cliches that you chose? So we can see what sort of things Lancelot's good at. Uh, I am a knight, of course. Um... So, you know, that includes riding, lancing, sword swinging, heraldry, and being chased. I basically just took that. Uh, that was one of the examples mm-hmm. uh, in the book. And um, and then I am also a hooligan, which, incru- which includes brawling, drinking, headbutting, and swearing. And uh, and then, actually, I have the most points in Hooligan, more than Knight. Well, and then, been, this certainly fits your character as I know yeah. it. Yeah. The least amount of points I have, but I just, you know, wanted to include it, is a whoremonger, which the only uh, descriptions I could think of were um, rough fucking and price negotiating. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, Mador Delaporte. How about uh, what are his cliches, Ryan? Uh, well, I also uh, took knight, you know, for using knightly weapons and riding around on a horse and doing all that. Uh, oh, yes. in, in addition, he is uh, absurdly big and strong, which uh, you know facilitates uh, intimidating basically anything, destroying stuff by accident, and asking anybody want a peanut <laughs> and. Uh, He's also too smart, which is good for knowing obscure trivia, occasionally outsmarting people, but too often overthinking things. And uh, last but not least, he is overconfident, uh, 
and mistakenly assumes that and this is really more than a game mechanic thing it was more of just a personality thing Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh but that causes him to mistakenly assume that being absurdly big and strong and too smart will always cause him to be victorious yes no matter what well you know what uh Outside of the Avanc, so far he's been victorious. He defeated the Black Velvet Knight. And uh, anyway, so now that we've got that out of the way, uh, I wanted you, wanted our listeners to see what kind of stats we're kind of working with here. But how do you guys go into the cave? Or do you? Um, I'm going to shout, Oi, Merlin, you fucking twat. Twat, twat. <laughs> and it all like echoes down the little valley. And, uh, Where the fuck are you, fucking old fucking cunt? Cunt, 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 cunt. Yeah, I'd love, I'd love to say like a lightning bolt like blasts out of the cave and fries you, but, but it doesn't. Uh, suddenly you look up and coming out of the smoke into the cave, squinting his eyes against the light, you see Merlin wizened old guy but his beard actually still has a lot of brown in it it's not perfectly white he's wearing a black druidic style robes and he has a black skull cap and he skull looks the skull cap if we have any listeners who get that reference tell us because they would just please us to no end and uh anyway Merlin from under his skull cap and I said, oh, it's you. Looking with distaste at Lancelot specifically. Were you having a wink or something? I don't have wanks. Fucking, you're not a fucking winker, you say. All up here by yourself. I am consulting with the dragon. Now that's what you call it. <laughs> <laughs> I do not wish to see you ever again. It's because of you I left Camelot. I could not warn my sweet Arthur against your betrayal. She wanted it, me. She she was fucking ready to fucking go. I warned him. Is that him. what you're talking about? I warned him when he met her. I remembered Ooh. that you would do this. What is that, Mador, you Frenchman? Well, I was going to say that I, uh, of course, uh, uh, Accuse, uh, j'accuse, uh, the, uh, the, uh, slut queen, uh, and, and, uh, fight for her, uh, uh, to, to, to defend Arthur's, uh, honor, but, uh, some, uh, stupid f- fucking anonymous knight, like, fucking, somehow managed to defeat me, and I don't know why I'm losing my accent. <laughs> <laughs> The accents come and go here, this cave. It is a nexus of many realities. Uh, I appreciate that you fought for Arthur's honor, you who are not even his friend. But a man may do many strange things for love of a woman. Now, what is it you want here, Lancelot? Well, some some guy... um. What was his fucking name? Some f- some fucking cunt in some fucking town. He told us uh, you might know how to find a virgin. And not, uh, for, not for the reason you probably think. Oh, yes, that's right. That's why you came here. 
I almost forgot. You were looking for the Virgin. Now, let me see. Where did you find the Virgin? Let me think. I must remember. Where did you find Oh, the I haven't found a Virgin I yet. I told you to go somewhere to see the Virgin. Ah, yes. I remember now. I might not have told you, because I'm tired of dealing with boorish knights, too big for their own good. Not a whit of intellect amongst the lot of the entire round table. No, I'm tired of aiding knights who solve every problem with the sword. I would never reveal where to find a virgin unless you could answer three riddles. And I know with your meager intellects you would never guess my riddles. <laughs> Bring it on, old man. Oh, yes? Do you fancy yourself a riddler? I know the riddles uh, like nobody's business. Ah, well, let me tell you this. The game of riddles is ancient and requires ritual. You must come into the cave this way, this way. And he almost seems like he's just gliding back, like he's not even walking. You know, his, his robes are not even rustling. And he gives you a dramatic beckoning finger. No. This is the first riddle. We must refuse to go into the cave. <laughs> we haven't started yet. Yet, yet. He echoes from in the cave. Oh, damn. Uh, I thought maybe that was uh, part of the riddles, but I guess not. I guess we should go in. Hmm. Well, you guys make your way into the smoky darkness, and pretty soon there's some red flickering firelight from inside, and there's a... A kettle in there, a cauldron, really, you know. Uh, he's cooking something in. There's some foul smells. There's weird things all over the walls. Uh, there's a great big octagonal red shield that says Stop in German on it. And some other strange things hanging on his walls. But he sits you down and he closes his eyes. You're all sitting around the fire. He says, here is the first riddle that you must solve before I will tell you where I told you to find the virgin. A small miracle hangs near man's thigh, full under folds. It is stiff and strong, bold and brassy and pierced in front. When a young lord lifts his tunic over his knees, he wants to greet with the hard head of this hanging creature the hole he wants to fill. Uh, There's no way that's not dick or balls. I don't, uh, I don't think so. Could you repeat, please? I want to concentrate on your words. A small miracle hangs near a man's thigh, full under folds. It is stiff, strong. Bold, brassy, and pierced in front. When a young lord lifts his tunic over his knees, he wants to greet with the hard head of this hanging creature the hole he wants to fill. It does sound like a dick, but don't, I don't think so. This uh, sorcerer will not uh, be able to trick me and let me think. Um, oh, thank you, it's a fucking key. Is it not a key? Well, no, not final answer. Not final answer. That's good, because I was just about to say, is that your final answer? No. It's not. 
I do not think it is a key. Monsieur de la Chevalier. But it might be. I'm not is that sure. your final answer? You mm. said you're big and brassy. I have repeated it twice. <laughs> Anglais, Anglais is not my first uh, language, Monsieur. Um, you said uh, big and big and brassy and underfolds. Full underfolds. Full underfolds. What does that mean? I'm not going to tell you what the words of all these ancient riddles mean. What's these the came answer? down from my forefathers. Fool under folds. Fool under folds. Fool under folds. <laughs> Stop saying it. It's not going to make any sense. <laughs> it already doesn't make sense. That's why I keep trying to say it out loud to try to figure out what it means. Obviously, you think you have a staggering intellect. You're thinking about this very deeply. Full of the folds and brassy, and it goes in a hole. Fuck it, key. <laughs> Wrong. The answer is penis. <laughs> I said that. You did not agree it was a final answer. I thought it was too, too easy. Of course, it was a dick. Uh, perhaps you're overthinking things. But what am I? Who am I kidding? You've never overthought a thing in your life, Lance. But this Mador de la Porte seems to have slightly higher intellect. Well, let me give you a hard one then. I heard of, <laughs> <laughs> I heard of something rising in a corner, swelling and standing up, lifting its cover. The proud-hearted bride grabbed at that boneless wonder with her hands, and the prince's daughter covered that swelling thing with her mouth. Well, that's got to be a dick. I, I mean... Is that your final answer? Is, is only, you only have riddles about dicks? <laughs> is that your final answer? But wait, you said in the corner. Why would dick be in the corner? You should know, from what I understand, you're the expert on thinking and using your... Thinking with and using your... See, the first one... John Thomas. <laughs> first one was a trick. Right, it was too easy. We thought it was going to be something else, and then it turned out to be exactly what we thought it was. Now we're going to say dick again, and it's going to be not a dick. Okay, repeat it one more time. I heard of something rising in a corner, swelling and standing up, lifting its cover. The proud-hearted bride grabbed at that boneless wonder with her hands, and the prince's daughter covered that swelling thing with her mouth. Do you give up? Are you? Do you give up on my challenge? I'm going to go with... Prick. I will accept the answer. The answer is penis. <laughs> I will oh, now wow. give you the third riddle. <laughs> I am the hard punch and pull power, boldly thrusting out and keen coming in. 
Serving my lord, I burrow beneath a belly, tunneling a tight road. Sometimes my lord bids me into a hot hole. Sometimes he shows me down the snug road. <laughs> that thrust urges me on. Say who I am. Heisenberg. <laughs> um, I think it's a dick again, Lancelot. Can't be a dick this time. This time is it's a trick for sure. Well uh, it is either a trick or a dick. Or a tricky dick. <laughs> well could be um a dildo. Doesn't have to be a real penis. See, I'm thinking now. I don't know where you'd get a dildo in the Dark Ages. Uh. Well, oh, I bet Merlin could <laughs> could whittle up a dildo. I think the answer is uh, the one-eyed trouser snake. I would accept the answer. The answer is penis. Well, you're proving yourselves men of great intellect. I am impressed. I'm shocked. (laughs) Now, I almost forgot. Why did you come here again? Oh, yes. I was going... I had told you where the virgin was. That's right. Yes, I remember now. You must go to the kingdom of Dumnonia. Dumnonia far to the west... It'll be many days' journey, but there the princess of Dumnonia is the most virtuous lady in all of Britain. And she she is a virgin. Textbook pure. Why, how do you know this? Oh, I am Merlin. I know many things. Plus, I remember that's where I sent you. And I remember that, uh... You get the virgin, but that's just after you tangled with the giant. But I don't want to tell you too much of your own futures. I would be willing to do one thing for you, however. I believe, if memory serves, I conjured up the breath of the dragon to transport you to the kingdom of Dumnonia quickly. Would you like such a favor from old Merlin? Um, well, it seems like it would make the... Everything go a bit faster? Or, uh, but, oh, uh, yes. In oh. the twinkling of an eye, you will be in the kingdom of Dumnonia. Is, is, that... it, is it hot? In Dumnonia? Oh, no. No, the, the breath... You say the breath of a dragon? I am speaking metaphorically, Lancelot. I'm sure that the well-educated Mador de Laporte understood we don't literally mean the breath of a dragon. The breath of the dragon is the ancient power of the druids that I can invoke at my pleasure. Yeah, long as it's not hot, uh, I think um, you can send us that way. Very well. And don't worry, I uh, think that you did end up returning. Oh. Well, yeah. I hope your memory's correct. That's good, anyway. Oh, yes. Of course, I didn't help you at all. <laughs> Very well. 
Are you ready? You must mount your horses if you wish to take them with you. Let us go to the entrance of the cave. All right, very well, here we are. And he waves his arms and begins waving his hands. And he says, from the land beyond, beyond, from the place neither there nor here, I bid these knights get the hell out of here. And he waves his hands at you. You're going... Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, there's this mist uh, and a swirling sound of harps. And then you find yourselves in this land of green hills. The sun is shining. The hills are spilling down into the sea down below. And there are uh, big, these hills are great big conical hills, you know, with their tops covered in clouds. There's this smashed tower nearby. It's a great big old castle keep. And stones are just, like, scattered across about two leagues of land. And in the distance, there's a couple of smashed villages, and there's great big footprints just uh, pressed into this. So you can see from a distance, you know, depressed down in the grass, like crop circles almost, you know. Um, and uh, that's, that's, that's what you see here on this, on this hillside that Merlin has wizarded you to in the what must be the kingdom of Dumnonia. Uh, so, um, uh, Chevalier de Lacour, do you know um, where this uh, Domnonia is? I never heard of this place before in my life. Well, you're too smart, so why don't you roll to see if you know where where it is? And I think that uh, that would be easy roll, Mador. You only would need to get a five. All right. Well, I roll my two dice and get a nine. Well, yes, uh, it is uh, in the far southwest of Britain in uh, what today you might think of as Cornwall. Cornwall, okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's like the uh, far southwest little strip. Yeah, and and once upon a time, and once upon a time it was Dumnonia. It will always be Cornwall to me. Uh. <laughs> well, um, it uh, appears that the giant uh, is stomping around. It sure looks that way. Yeah. Well, he, Merlin said something about this fucking giant stopping about. Uh, uh, about we uh, should uh, try to. Uh, Stay, uh, stay low, just in case he, you know, just in case we come across one, just try to, uh, keep, keep a low profile. <laughs> uh, and just as you finish saying that, um, <clears throat> uh, de la Porte, uh, <laughs> hops off his horse and screams, Put in the giant stupid. What? What were you saying? I said, uh, "Hey, you stupid giant! <laughs> Why have you fucking done this? You've got, you've gonna fucking kill us all now." Well, of course, your voice echoed, you know, throughout the land, but but you don't hear any thundering approach of a of a giant. And I don't know if you're sure where to find a princess and all this. I mean, oh, I think we could. 
Oh, I can take out a joint, but uh, oh, I'm worried about uh, someone like yourself. Have you, have you had any experience fighting a, a joint before? Well, no, but I want my first chance, you see. Of course, this giant would be pretty easy to find if you really wanted to, because you could follow these gigantic footprints. Yeah. Oh, well, I say uh, we uh, try to avoid a giant, but um, let's let's uh, try to see if we can find this um, princess, was it? We'll see princess? Yeah, or, the, prince or queen. Of, oh. the princess of Dumnonia, yeah. The most virtuous lady in all of Britain. Definitely a virgin. See, the problem is, uh, if she's a virgin, uh, and we try to take her back with us, um, who knows how long she's gonna be a virgin, you know? She's gonna be... <laughs> she's gonna be traveling with me. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know if either one of us are gonna be able to help ourselves. Well, uh... I am quite sure that uh, I will not have a problem uh, restraining myself. Uh, I don't know about you, though. You do like to lance a lot. That's <laughs> right. Uh, so I think we better get like a whole entourage of, of whores with us so I'm not tempted. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes, uh, the good old Domnonian horse. Uh, I'm sure we can get an entire entourage, no problem. Yeah, uh, every place has got horse. Well, maybe you'll find some of some of these smashed villages. That's what you can see throughout the landscape. Uh, as far as you can see, there's a few smashed villages and uh, this big tower that's uh, been knocked down. It was obviously, you know, a pretty important keep at one point. Uh, maybe that's where the king lived, I don't know. There could be some sign of a princess in that smashed tower, or amongst, if there's anybody left in any of these villages. Um. Oh, oh, monsieur, uh, uh, I have a, uh, how you say, um, a suspicion that the giant has kidnapped the princess we seek. Hmm. Yeah, that uh, that uh, that w- that could be. So, I propose that we um, go through the villages and rounding up all the horse, and then we go find the giant uh, uh, and rescue the princess. Although we might also check the uh, tower. Perhaps uh, he just smashed it down, but did not take the princess. But I. That seems, uh, that seems unlikely to me. Yeah, I agree. Let's <clears throat> go see uh, if we can f- see anyone that's alive in these smashed houses and uh, see if there's any slags or anything. Okay, well, you guys guess for your horses down into the, the valley down below. And as you ride past the first village, if there is any survivors, they've left. You know, there's some smashed cows. At first, you're not even sure what the heck it was, but you see a smashed cow like somebody just stomped on it, you know, and kicked over the 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 simple village buildings, and people must have fled. 
And uh, further on, though, is where you start to see the first of these great big stones that were once part of the tower. And you can kind of tell the scatter pattern. You know, it just looked like the giant might have just backhanded this tower, you know, and spread uh, its stones all over the countryside. But you can tell where the base of it was still. You know, it's, it's about a story and a half ragged tower on top of a hill in the distance. And as you get closer, you can hear weeping. You hear the sound of a woman's voice crying. And uh, following that voice, you come up to the other side, and within a big shadow of some tumbled rocks, there's an old woman in a dirty blue dress, and she's uh, just dug a grave by herself. (laughs) She looks up startled as she sees you and picks up the shovel and backs up against the wall as she's holding the shovel out menacingly at you. Don't you come a step nearer, you wicked robber knights. You've come here to prey upon us and our weakness, I know. Well, just just for you prostitutes. (coughs) Well, you're out of luck. I'm not a prostitute. Uh, well, I know that. Uh, well, I'd hope so. Um, but um, is there anyone? Is there any of them left? Everyone has fled to the coasts. Only I am left here, the Queen of Dumnonia, and I have been forced to bury my good lord husband, the King of Dumnonia, here. And now I am left alone. So do your worst, you robber knights. There's no more justice in the land ever since that bloody Lancelot cast a, a terrible wound in the heart of our king. Oh, we've heard of these things here, and now these oh. wicked robber knights are running around because of the knights of the round table are known to have no integrity anymore, all because of that damned Lancelot. Yeah, he's a real shithead. You talk is shite. Oh, I don't Let's... talk shite. I'm a queen. I All talk right. manure. <laughs> you, you, you don't look like a queen to me. Well, I've just buried my husband. Excuse me. Well, where's your daughter at? She's been taken. That terrible giant fell in love with her when he saw her, and he picked uh, her up and he carried her away. Yeah, you were right, my daughter. He, he took her. <sighs> well, see, uh... We, you was wrong about us. Uh, we are virtuous knights, uh, and yeah, we're going to. One of us is. <laughs> well, uh, in this case, uh, I think uh, I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to find your daughter. Um, is she? Is the rumors true about her? She's, she's never, uh, you know, been intimate. Of course not. Never taken in any any hole at all. How dare you speak this way to me? Of course not. Still you do counts. not sound like the noble knight you profess to be, sir. What is your name, anyway? Oh, I'll give you. I'll give you one guess. Oh no, you're not. It's oh. right. We're doomed. Top knight of Camelot. We're doomed. <laughs> I just I had this fucking image in my head of 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 us like the three these three characters like busting out into song oh no you're not that fucking bastard lancelot (laughs) there we go oh yes i am one of these days you know we'll have to just do a completely musical version oh god you know 
<laughs> our games. Be funny, yeah. yeah, it would be pretty funny. Where <laughs> you have to sing everything. But yeah. no, she she falls to her knees weeping. She's we're doomed. We're doomed. I almost I was actually gonna try to help. Or oh, you see there's a monster on this other town that we uh came by. Arthur, King Arthur actually sent us on a mission to stop this monster and we uh we's gonna we have to put it to sleep or something like that, uh, sing it to sleep, uh a virgin does. And well, my good daughter's definitely that. But listen, Lancelot, perhaps it's not true what they say about you. Perhaps you don't lance a lot. Perhaps you haven't lanced your way through Camelot. Well, that part's true. <laughs> well, well, you could redeem yourself in the eyes of this queen. Please, rescue my daughter, and you may take her to sing to whatever monsters you like, for I guarantee her maidenhead. Wait, what? Well, me? She's a virgin. I'm speaking archaically. Oh, I thought you said something about it. Anyway. I am a queen. I, I thought you was offering me the chance to deflower her. Absolutely not. Well, uh... Even if we return her back, I still don't get to shag her. I will throw my daughter and myself upon the mercy of good King Arthur. These lands of Dumnonia are no more. They're fading into the past. If you will rescue my daughter and take us with you to Camelot, I will support whatever marriage for my good daughter the king and his good wisdom proposes. Well, I don't uh, mean to be uh, alarmist, but uh, if we want her to still be uh, pure when we arrive at back at Uffington, uh, perhaps we should uh, get a move on, uh, as you say? And, uh, yes, I agree. Because... That giant, uh, if, if what they say about giants is true, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, well, oh, you mustn't say such things or think them. I, I will gather off your remaining things. I will see if one of the ponies is still alive. And uh, please, please, save my daughter. You will have my gratitude, whatever else. And I will change my low opinion of you. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll be off. And uh, don't you worry. We'll, we'll find your daughter. Thank you. Thank you. Well, can I assume you would then start following the huge footprints? Because that seems like a pretty obvious <laughs> uh, way to go. It does mm-hmm. indeed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's hard to miss, you know, Trail of Giant footprints. But uh, I talked about these big conical mountains, you know. It eventually, uh, you see just the toes of these footprints because starting to go up a slope and almost climb up this, this quite conical mountain. Your horses are able to get up it, but you have to zigzag back and forth. And uh, uh, at the very, very end, though, it's too steep even for your horses, and you're climbing into some mists. You're going to have to, like, get off and tether them here and and climb up the rest of the way into this mist. And you can't even see very far, um... But you do come up to a flat top, and you can only see like each other. You can't see, but but six feet beyond your face. Um, when you look down, it's hard to even see your feet. But you have reached a flat top that doesn't look a lot like the conical summit you're expecting. And as you walk, you realize your feet are echoing like on marble, and the mist slowly dissipates. And this great hall opens up before you. You're not on a mountain top at all. You're in this huge oversized hall it's got to be a hundred times the size of the hall of the round table that, that you're used to 
and there are gigantic columns lining the hall, and at the end there are huge doors, double doors that are open, and beyond that is this giant furnace with this roaring red fire, and there's a huge poker in there. You know, it's the size of a ship's mast to you. I mean, it's immense. And sitting uh, leaning in the fire. But, uh... It's not readily apparent because it's up high above you, but looking around this room and as your eyes gaze up the columns, you see there's a cage hanging about 60 feet off the floor. Sort of lightly swinging back and forth and you hear muffled female tears coming from that cage um, I, I did not think the giant was uh, going to be so large <laughs> uh, they were exaggerating well I don't think we have to worry about him deflowering the princess because he would just literally kill her that's right um Unless, you know, I had some other way. Like, um, using a finger or something. But, then. <coughs> don't even say I don't want to imagine that's in my f- fucking brain. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I don't want to f- imagine that either, so, uh, maybe we should, do uh, try to rescue this princess. Uh, yeah, we, I agree, but I don't think we can fight this thing at all. Uh, we, we would just stomp on us like uh, bugs. Oh, I agree. I don't think even I could handle a joint this size. Suddenly, a shadow passes the door, a huge shadow. You know, the light from that roaring furnace in the next room is obscured for a minute. And then gone as if somebody just passed by the doorway. A huge somebody. Hadn't looked out, didn't come out here. But you did hear... And then you hear... Again, you can still hear this woman sobbing from the cage up 60 feet above your head or so. There's a sniffing. Oh, no. He smells us. We need to... How do I get up there? Is there? Do we? Can we? If we? After we look around, is there a way we think that we could scale up to that? Uh, to that cage? Well, what you probably have to do is to climb up, not the columns, but like the the walls themselves, and then go hand over hand somehow on the ceiling it seems like it'd be almost impossible but when you follow the chain of the cage itself you know that it's hooked to the ceiling with that chain is running along the ceiling through big eye hooks all the way over into a hole in the wall that leads into the room where the big furnace and giant poker and apparently giant might be is that there may be a way to you know uh release the chain and lower but you'd have to go into that next room luckily though you've been very quiet so far but every now and then you hear that big sniff echoing out from the furnace room alright um, maybe uh, we could try to peek in that room see if we can find uh, like a mechanism that 
lowers the um, cage. Mm. Okay, um, I suppose I will uh, try to sneak over there and uh, uh, scope out the next room. Do you, while I do that, do you want to see if you can climb up uh, and uh, over to the cage, or you just want to uh, what? You want to do something else? Awfully high up, but uh, yeah, maybe if I can just grab onto those chains, um, I might be able to uh, do kind of uh, make my way. Yeah, I can can see hand over handing along the Mm -hmm. chain. Yeah, whatever you do, do not shag her. Yeah, uh. I'll try not to. <coughs> well, if you want to uh, start walking, there'll be a long walk to sneak over there to that room, so you can get started on that. Meanwhile, Lance, if you want to uh, try to climb the wall to get it to where that chain is, I'd say this is a fairly swashbuckling thing to do. But I'd say, uh, so night, I believe, is the appropriate. But I think it's also a fairly challenging thing to do, which would require a 10. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't. I rolled. Uh, let's see here. Twenty-three. Well, twenty-three. That is up over. That is in ridiculous territory. So you vault up there, and you feel extremely confident because wow, that climb was easy. And you get to the top, and you can see the chain. You're right by the hole that leads into the next room. And you can sit, look down below you, and you see Mador. He's below. He's about to sneak into the, the room itself. And uh, go ahead and start moving uh, hand over hand along that chain, Lance. And go ahead and use night again. But this is a little different. You know, this is a lot longer, and you're supporting your own weight just on your wrists, and you're wearing heavy armor. I'm afraid this is a job of heroic proportions and as we know in Rises, that requires a 15 okay and and before you roll I, do, I would like to uh, switch back down to Madora real quick and Madora you're at the edge of the room and again you can hear the <laughs> and you peek in and so yeah you can see this big furnace you know what he's making in there but again that great big giant poker it would take like two normal people to even lift it you know uh, and it's heating up in the furnace for whatever reason. But the first thing you see and notice and smell immediately to your left inside the door is a gigantic ass crack because a huge giant is sitting, you know, crisscross applesauce on the floor messing with something you can't see what because you're just looking at his gigantic backside and his back. And he's... You hear him like slapping, like he's making something with clay, maybe, or or what. You're not sure what he's doing, but he hasn't quite noticed you yet. You would have time to get in there and do something while Lancelot was crossing the chain, which is why I wanted to cut to you first. Um, <clears throat> well, first of all, I'm going to look up and see where the chain goes. All right, that's a good thought. The chain goes over to the edge of the wall on the other side of the furnace where you kind of have to go back in the shadow behind the furnace. Now, that would put you about where the handle of that great big uh, poker is. And presumably there's a latch or wheel or something. You just can't see it. You'd have to go over there and look into the shadow behind the furnace. 
Well, seeing as the giant is facing away from me, mm -hmm. I feel fairly comfortable sneaking into the room and trying to stay in the shadows and getting around behind that furnace. Yeah, and I'd say that's a night thing. And I would say normally that'd be easy if you weren't wearing, you know, pretty heavy armor. <clears throat> and so let's call this a challenging roll to sneak over there. So if you need a 10 for this. Okay. Oh, damn. I got a 10. Like, exactly, exactly. on those. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the giant looks like he thinks he noticed something for a second and then shakes his head and goes back to whatever he's doing. Uh, you reach behind, you look behind there, and the uh, chain is actually wrapped around a stud that comes out of the wall that's actually like a support for the buttresses of the outside of a building that uh, you'd have to un unravel a chain, you know, for a good couple turns. And it'd be something you want to do very quietly. It would definitely make some noise. But you think you just unravel that and the chain lowers. How high up is, <clears throat> is the chain? Is the stud? What's the chain is wrapped around the stud. So how you high, unwrap how, it from... How high up off the floor is it? Uh, it's, uh, a, well, you can reach it. Some little tippy-toe action there. But... Okay. It's like well, the lower support of a buttress, so it's fairly close to the ground. Yeah. Um, but I think it'd be more fun, not to interrupt you, I think it'd be more fun if we went back over to Lancelot real quick before we start having you mess with the chain. We sure. know Lancelot is uh, climbing out onto it. So, uh, Lance, go ahead and uh, make a heroic roll to hand over hand this chain. And you realize now that the princess has seen you because she's standing up in the cage looking at you expectantly out of the bars. You know, up through the bars. She got her hands on the bars in the classic jailhouse pose, right? Mm-hmm. She hot? <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, beautiful emerald green dress. Long flowing hair. Oh, my God. I only got a 14. Oh, well. You get about halfway out across. <clears throat> and then inside, meanwhile, you're... Were you going to start uh, unrolling that chain? or? Yeah, quietly kind of just unwrapping it. Yeah, I think these things kind of starting to happen by the same time. It's a hard thing to do, to unwrap a chain quietly while you're on tippy-toe. And I do think this deserves a challenging roll. You can still use... You can use too smart, if you like if you think uh, that would be appropriate because you could try to do it wisely or you could use night if that's what you've got the most dice in you know this does fall into questing type activities yeah I've, I've, won't, I've got the most dice in night so I think that okay oops sorry kitty I didn't mean to help you in the head Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 10, oh, 11 okay nice so very quietly and, uh, Lance, you, there's like a, a shutter through the thing right before you let go of it. And, uh, you fall. And you just fall and fall and fall and fall and fall and fall and fall. And smack into the ground. Now, you're very, very well armored. Boom! You only, use, you only lose one die of your night score for the moment because the wind is totally knocked out of you. Oh! And, uh... 
you know, your butt plates and back plates are a little bit dented, flattened, but you live through it, no problem. <coughs> the problem is that that loud clang when you land, suddenly, Ryan, as you're unrolling the chain, you can hear because you can't see the, the you know, you're back in the shadow behind the furnace, and you hear that loud clang, and then you hear... <laughs> And you can you can hear the creaking of the giant's bones as he stands up. Um, you do have it unwrapped, and you feel sudden heavy, heavy weight on it, Medora, that you realize is, you know, the cage itself. Uh, do you want to let it down quick or easier? Do you want to keep holding on to it for a second? You know that this giant hasn't seen you. You're hidden back here, and you haven't started really moving the chain yet. Uh, but he definitely knows Lance is here. Is there anything that you might want to do before... I don't know if there's not like a right answer. I just think you might be able to think of something that I can't. Because you have a feeling the knight's about to go out there and stomp on your... The guy you just swore friendship to. Drop it on his head when he comes out to investigate. (laughs) Well, I think, I mean, in the heat of the moment, knowing that Lance has just fallen uh, from the chain, uh, I think what Mandor would probably do would just realize, you know shit covers blown uh you know he knows we're here panic unwrap as fast as possible stop caring about being quiet yeah wrap 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 and you've already got it mostly unwrapped yeah you already had it uh you had quietly unwrapped it and you're sitting there supporting the weight of the cage right now holding on like if you let go you can let it crash or you can start hand over handing it you know to where it lowers slowly or you can keep it where it is so that the giant doesn't realize you're back here well, I'm just going to hang on to it then for a second and, and try to get into a position where I can watch and wait till the giant's underneath it and then drop it on his head. Well, it's hard to see out the doorway, but I don't see why you wouldn't kind of necessarily be able to. And of course, Lance is only about halfway across the room to where the cage is, you know. But you get to the edge of where the shadow is. And again, I said it was kind of by the handle of that poker. It's kind of got like a little eye hole in the end, you know, the poker, so you can hang it on a hook or something. So you kind of see out through that, creating this little oval frame uh, out the uh, out the great double doors. And, yeah, you see the giant stalking out there. And Lancelot, you, by the time you scramble to your feet, you look up, and this thing is huge. He's like 65 to 70 feet tall and he goes I thought I smelt the blood of a Briton and he snarls and he goes boom 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 he's running into the room right towards you Lancelot what do you do uh well I will uh try to um scramble out of there like is there um any little uh crevices I can hide in? No, or it's just there... a great big room. The, the closest place to hide is back in the furnace room. But that's, that would mean running right towards him. And it looks like, uh, you know, you got time to take a significant action before he's right on top of you. I'll try to, uh, like, jump onto his, uh, shoe or his leg or something. Okay, okay, okay. He comes running at you. And uh, go ahead and roll, make your knight roll. He's going to roll his giant dice. He's all double pumped, as you can imagine, which means he'll start slowly losing dice the more he does stuff, but he's going to start off with a lot. Um, so, but my knight is down to one? Is, is no, he's not down to one. He just lost one. 
Oh, I just yeah, you just lost okay. one die from the fall. Anyway, he's going to roll his. I'm not going to lie to you. I just rolled four sixes and a three. That's a lot. Well, I was going to argue maybe... Uh, I got a 27 here. You can still argue for some tactic that can give you extra Well, I was going to say maybe I roll uh, on the uh, hooligan <laughs> cliche. Maybe I... Because uh, I... Brawling and... Yeah, it's kind of like dirty fighting. You know, knights knights don't necessarily do a lot of grabbing and, you know, grappling yeah, and stuff. So I could totally see hooligan would be appropriate. Okay. So in that case, Because you just could beat him, although he, his four sixes are kind of scary. So when... If you lose a, a die in one cliche, does it transfer to the no. other? Okay. No, you've only lost so. a, a die in knight. Alright, so I will roll Hooligan, which is five dice. Nineteen. Well, that's a pretty good roll, but it's not enough to beat his, and he kicks you as you try to grab on. Because you were so close and coming at him from the side, he wasn't able to do it with like his full force, but you fly across the room and hit one of those columns, boom, boom, fall to the ground. Now you lose a point of hool- or a die of Hooligan. And uh, he turns around to face you, and you won't take my pretty girl from me. And then, uh, Mador, do you want to do anything in this moment? Which you can kind of see all this through the eye hook of that uh, huge hot poker. Uh, <clears throat> I'm just waiting for him to get under it so I can drop it on him. Okay, it might be a while, because like I say, they're only about halfway across the room, but if he can manage to okay. kick Lance over there... Uh, well, I can... Uh I'm going to try to run that way uh, under it. Uh, okay. Oh, no, that's a little bit uh, metagaming. It is a little bit, but... Yeah. No, that's as good a plan as any for getting rid of him. So if you want to try to maneuver him in that direction, uh, tell me how you want to do that. He looks like he's coming at you again, of course. Um, <clears throat> well, yeah, I mean, if he's just going to come at me, I'll just kind of run away from him and happened to run in the direction of the uh, cage. Okay, I don't mean kind of sidestepping and everything. I think Hooligan might be the most appropriate for the game, but you can use either Knight or Hooligan. Uh, uh, unless you can somehow justify Whoremonger and the only reason, if you do ever use an inappropriate cliche to do something and manage to win, it's a much bigger result, but you have to be able to narrate it somehow entertainingly, and I don't know if you can think of anything that fast. But what are you going to roll, knight or hooligan? I will, right, I will uh, do hooligan. Okay. Uh, he's rolling. He's a die down because he's double pumps. I have a 13 here from him. No, I only got a 9. Oh, oh you won't trick me. Come here, you. He doesn't really know you're trying to trick him. Oh, you won't get away from me, you. I'll smash his... But he doesn't quite completely smash it. Again, it's another half kick, and you go boom. Luckily, you're being kicked in that direction, though, because you chose to move, so that was a good part of your plan. But your hooligan, did you, I'm sorry, did you say you used knight or hooligan? Hooligan. That hooligan is reduced by a further die now. But you go boom, boom, boom. You skidded to a stop almost directly underneath the cage. And uh, he comes moving over to you. Oh, you won't take my little pretty... I'll smash you like a bug. 
you taunt him or speak to him in any way? <laughs> uh, yeah, I will definitely swearing. I don't even. I mean, I don't know if I. You try to roll a swear like so vilely that that he's enraged or something. I don't know. These are the kind sure. of things you could do in the system. I mean, yeah. if you put swearing as one of your cliches, it means you're pretty fucking good at it, and you can use it to get some kind of effect. Yeah, I will just well, do that. Because like he just might get so pissed, he throws all caution to the wind or something. Yeah, I'd say it wouldn't be that hard to piss him off at this point either. You just need a five. It's an easy thing to do. He's already mad at you. Yeah. Oh, I definitely got it. Oh, you little... And he rushes over in your direction. Fucking cunt. And he just... Which is just the very last two bits of a long stream oh, of, yeah. of profanity. And um, he... Uh, of course, he's down to die. And he's going to try to uh, kick you, but Medor, you can also... He's going to get that kick in, but if you let go now, he's kind of right under it. Well, yeah, that's my cue to let go then. Yeah, okay. uh, If you would like to try to defend yourself from this vicious incoming kick, let me know what you'd like to use. Um, I think I'll I'll reserve what he rolled until I know what you're going to use, but I just rolled for him. Well, uh, I will. I think they're both equal right now, so I will just use knight. Okay. Mm. Uh, Twelve. And he only rolled Nate, so you dodge out of the way. And meanwhile, in that second, Mador unleashes the cage, and you're just like letting it fall, right? Yeah. And he goes, the girl who's in the cage screams at the top of her lungs, you know, and uh, the cage crashes into the giant skull and he falls to the ground. Ooh. Dead. But the girl um, does get hurt and she's cried out and she's, she's a, oh, 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 my ankle, my ankle, oh. Um, and uh, Lance, you see her kind of tumble out of the broken cage and land in a puddle of the blood that is slowly oozing out of the giant's ear from his semi-crushed skull from the heavy cage. I was kind of hoping you guys would stab it with the hot poker, but this is a good plan, mm. too. This is a good plan, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I think I said hot poker like 112 times in the last <laughs> 17 minutes. But this is great because I didn't even think of dropping the cage, which is great. So Poker, I hardly know her. <laughs> Not that that's ever stopped you before. <laughs> well, I'm going to say that uh, we're going to just see how you uh, deal with this, this wounded and distraught princess next time. Uh, and then maybe you can get her back. And um, see if you can use her to lull the avant to sleep. And uh, we'll worry about that next time, though, here on Goonies World. Goonies World. Bonsoir. Bonsoir.